What's going on, guys? It's your boy, Jordan Richards, back again. This is another episode of the Real Life Podcast, where I talk about my real life. And it's been a couple weeks now since I last did an episode, so naturally, you know, I have a few more things to tell you guys, a few more things have been going on, a few more things going on in my life. It's been it's been pretty crazy, you know? There's not um, a whole lot that has changed for me, but when I feel like my mentality, I feel like the things that I'm going through personally, not that they're difficult or anything, it's just just a mentality switch for me. I came into the week and I was really unsure, not sure what I was going to do, not sure where I was headed, not sure about a lot. And now it's the end of the week and I just feel like completely different. Now, of course, I'm going to dive into kind of like what I did and some of the things that happened, but I think it's just crazy how you could wake up one day And feel very discouraged, very unsure, and you know, four or five days later, completely different, like completely different. My mentality changed, and of course, things happened along the way. But it's just, it's just weird to think that some of these events that seem kind of not so important, maybe they are important, maybe they're not, can really ultimately dictate what your mood can be in the future. But to kind of dive into what I've been doing, um, as I mentioned last time, it's it's mostly my real estate stuff. Like I've been studying for my test, which is, uh, it was on Friday. So I was happy about that. That's over. Um, I ended up passing. I ended up doing a lot better than I expected. It's one of those things, you know, you don't really realize that 75% to pass on a test is pretty difficult. Every, every mark counts when it's 75 to pass the tests are 115 questions. That's 86, I believe questions, right? out of 115, that's, that's a lot, you know, when you're writing a test, and especially for me, when I was going through the test, I want to say the first 20 questions, I was like, stressed, I was just, I didn't know very many, or I didn't feel like I knew very many, I was second guessing myself a lot, and I wasn't really sure what was happening, I I felt like I was prepared when I was doing my practice questions, I was doing well, like 70%, 80%, 90%, just kind of going through the chapters and learning, but when I actually went to go do this test, I was like, the first 20 questions, I don't know if I was tired, I don't know if I was still waking up, like I stayed up pretty much all night, work studying for this test but even still you know it still felt weird like it still felt like I should just I should know this you know this should be the easy stuff starting off easy and slowly going into the harder stuff but it was weird because I just really struggled like that first 20 first 30 I honestly felt like maybe I only got 20 of them so you know 60 66 percent which is not good enough for the first 20 what am I going to get for the next ones when they start to get harder so I was second myself second guessing myself a lot but I really hit my stride in the middle and and I felt okay about it. But again, because I kind of struggled at the beginning, I wasn't sure how it was going to end out. Now, obviously everything ended up okay. And that's, that's really been consuming my two weeks with studying for this test. It's the, the last theory based test I have to do for real estate. And so for me, as far as like, I'm concerned in my mentality, like I'm basically licensed. So it's a lot of weight off my shoulders personally. It just changes a lot for me because this test was not necessarily more important than the other ones, but because it it just feels like the last one, I was really nervous for it. I studied a lot more for it. And even still, I didn't feel really prepared. I kind of just did what I had to do and took my time. And uh, I didn't do a podcast last week. I didn't do very many YouTube videos. I said as I had extra time away from doing YouTube stuff or doing other creative things and or job searching, it was just, let's just get this done. Let's figure it out. Let's get it done on the first try. I've admitted before I've had to retake a couple of them, so no use in trying to overdo it, uh, overextend myself, try and do things that I probably shouldn't be doing, focus on the one thing, execute, move on. And that's what I did, right? I just, I took the time to dedicate 
for that one moment. And while I was tired, while I was yawning, and I'm on video being like monitored because it's, it's a test, right? And they have to proctor it somehow. So someone's literally watching me like yawning and doing all this stuff. If they actually watched the video of me writing this test, there is no way they would have guessed that I was in the 90th percentile. Like there's no way. I was like rocking back in my chair, like I don't know, talking to myself, yawning. I must have looked like the least confident person on earth until I hit like question 60 or 70 when I must have got like 50 in a row. It felt like I, I just went on a tear and it really gave my confidence to finish the test more than anything else. But yeah, that's been like for me the biggest thing. And so, like I said, you know, Monday, Tuesday, going through my study plan, not sure where I'm at, whether I'm ahead of schedule, behind schedule. Like I made a schedule and I felt okay about it and I was on schedule. It just, I didn't feel ready. I didn't feel like I had been doing enough. I felt like I'd taken too much time the previous week to just do other things. And so I was just kind of stressed out about that. But obviously now being done, it's it just a big weight off my shoulders. But I think to kind of broaden this a little bit more and, and what's interesting about it is that J. Cole dropped an album on Friday, and I listened to it, I don't know, like a hundred times by now. Super, super good. Uh, really, really enjoy it. And it was interesting because I was listening to an interview with him after, and him really diving into the album in some respects, but also his life. And he was talking about how he's kind of like afraid to share things with people, sort of. Or he was talking about how he didn't tell his mom that he wanted to become a rapper. And the reason why was be not because she wouldn't be supportive, but she might discourage him. And he was talking mainly in like in that example about people basically running into afflictions early in their life that they hold on to forever. There's people in this world who maybe were told they were fat when they were eight years old by a parent or, you know, a kid or whatever. And they literally view themselves that way for their entire life. And so he's talking about how impressionable we can be at a young age and and kind of going on that tangent about how if you're told the wrong thing at the wrong time it can really crush your confidence like he truly believes that there is always a time when you're not going to be able to hear something and there will be a time when you will be able to hear it when you will be able to accept that criticism and I think in a lot of ways I kind of take that with my like I kind of take that myself um, not to say that I don't want the criticism or I'm afraid of someone tearing me down like that that fully could happen and I try not to hold on to things too tightly as far as criticism or doubt or whatever. But there's definitely that guarding element where I won't share things with people that I know. Like I don't tell people that I make this podcast really. I don't share with people that I'm making YouTube videos or that, you know, I help run a channel that has seven thousand subscribers or whatever the hell I'm doing, working for a company that, you know, is blowing up. It just it doesn't really do anything for me. It, it's not the kind of person I am. Like even with real estate, again, why it's so nerve wracking to do the test. And I, I would never blame anyone for kind of like accidentally putting pressure on me. But the more people that know are the more people who are telling you, like wishing you good luck and, and wishing the best for you truthfully. But in some ways it does weigh on me a little bit. Not that I want to do it for them or I feel pressure from them. I don't. But it's just the disappointment to have to tell someone like, oh, yeah, like I didn't pass. And they're like, and they're like, oh, you know, you got it next time. And I'm like, well, you know, I no, I I guess. But like, I fucked this one up. Like, just say that it's it's just a bit of disappointment, like personally. And, and it just would suck. And so that's where for me, I was really nervous because usually people don't know, like my parents might know and some of my really close friends might know. But I try not to advertise it just to keep it 
within myself, you know? So I'm the only one thinking about it. I don't have people calling me, people motivating me. I I just don't really need that. I'm very self-motivated, self-driven in everything that I do. And while I appreciate all the help, the support, the attention, uh, in a lot of ways, I just, I want to do it on my own because then I know that I'm the only one that's in my head thinking about it where when people do wish me luck, it's okay, now I have to tell this person that I passed. And and sometimes I just won't, like I just won't. If you don't ask me, I won't even bother to say anything because I don't want to, again, feel like I'm bragging or being like, oh yeah, like I did it. Like, I don't know, it's just not me. It's not the kind of person I am. And so I just found that really interesting because I totally agree with what Jaco said about how like if you try something and someone's like, oh, that's stupid, you shouldn't do it. That can be really hard to hear if you hear it at the wrong time, if you hear it at at a young age or you hear it in like the infancy of that idea and just how he kind of like guards that part of his life in some respects from people because when people are ready to like when he's ready to tell people and he's ready to share that with them that's when it's like a mental thing right it's like you you know that you have reached a level of success or you've reached a level of mental stability with your with what you do that you are now ready to share with people and and I think that's what I relate to more than anything is like I would never tell someone all the things that I do. Like I would just, I just wouldn't tell them that. I, I Most people don't know all the things that I do or all the little things that I do kind of just whether it's throughout my day, week, month, whatever. It's just not the person I am. I don't really talk about myself in that manner. And so people just don't know. And it's not that I blame them or anything like that. It's That's me withholding information intentionally. I'm keeping certain things to myself because those are the kind of things that maybe I'm not ready to share. Maybe I'm not ready to tell people. Maybe I don't need the support. Like I've already mentioned, I don't really want the support, but it may be more detrimental if someone doesn't offer that support, you know, like if, if they're kind of like iffy about it, that that may hurt me more than just holding on to the idea myself a little bit longer. And so I wanted to kind of talk about that a little bit just because it did really hit home with me. It did really, really make me think that, am I like that? Is that wrong? Is that right? Is that just my process? Is that how I go about things? Like, I like to do things on my own. That's kind of just how I've always been. But is that wrong? And should I be sharing more things with people because I know they will support me or I hope they will support me? And if they don't, can I handle that mentally? Uh, and I and I really don't know that answer. And I and I probably, if I'm being honest, I don't think I would handle that very well. Not to say I'd be angered with that person for any lengthy period of time, but definitely, you know, like I wouldn't want them to support me just because like we're close, you know, like if they think it's a bad idea, just tell me it's a bad idea. I mean, I like it in the moment, but I will appreciate that honesty in the long run, right? That to me is more important is can we have a real relationship? Not just, you know, I'm dreaming or I want to do something. And so you just tell me kind of what I want to hear, or maybe what will make me feel good. And then there's not always a time for that. Like sometimes definitely, you know, it's necessary and it can be helpful to just give someone that little push. Uh, But there's obviously some downsides to it if someone, you know, overdoes it or overstretches or does something that they really shouldn't be doing because they got the extra push, that's, you know, when it becomes a bit of a problem. And so for me personally, I would just, I think, prefer that honesty overall. And that's the way I kind of just approach things. So I think it's just a big dichotomy within me is like, do I want to share more or do I want to hold things closer to my chest? Because in a lot of ways, this podcast is me sharing, but The irony is that I don't really share the podcast with people like I might tweet it out or whatever and you know I might get one person listening to it who hasn't heard it before but that's not anything major that's not moving the needle that's not really 
sharing it with the people that would probably want to hear it, right? It's just me throwing it out into the universe and whatever happens, happens. Like most of the time I put it out at like 2 a.m. And it's just because I don't really believe necessarily in timing. I kind of just believe that good information, a good product, whatever it is, will find its way to people if it's intended to. Um, I understand that's not how marketing works, but that's kind of just how I've always approached. I've never wanted to market myself in a way that is strategic because then when I start doing that, I'm going to start worrying about so many other things. That's not what this is about. It's just about sharing and believing and uh, wanting to help people and just be better overall. It's, it's not about the numbers or the people that I reach as much as I would love to reach more people. I don't want to necessarily look at this in that fashion quite yet. Uh, there may be a time when I start to, you know, market myself more heavily and, and do a better job with that. But for now, uh, I'm just happy with my growth, happy with the consistency I've been able to achieve while it's not quite where I want it to be. Uh, I'm definitely proud of what I have done and what I have shared and the openness that I'm able to provide whoever wants to listen. Because to me, that's what's most important. It's not every day that someone's telling me they love the show, but if someone reaches out to me and says like, yo, I was listening to that podcast you did from last week or two weeks ago or whatever. And they say like, I really appreciated that. Like you said some things that only I say to myself and only that I will hear from myself, but I won't necessarily get that from the outside world. I won't really get that perspective from someone else. It's very, it's not very often someone will share that level of themselves to the world so openly. That to me means a lot more than getting a thousand downloads on a show. You know, like that, that to me is everything. That's the whole reason why the show exists is so for that one person out there who wants to listen, that one person out there who truly wants to better themselves, um, try to be better, listen to my story and kind of what I go through. That to me is like the end all be all of this podcast. No matter how many people end up listening, I know that there's people out there who just want to hear a different perspective that maybe they can relate to, maybe they can't. And like I opened the show with, like I literally woke up and I was feeling super worried, super discouraged, anxious, like a bit of pressure from outside sources, friends, whatever. Um, internal pressure, obviously, to perform. Uh, it's it's hard to study for something when I haven't been in school for, you know, like four years, it feels like. I think it's only been three years, but it feels like it's been like 10. And when you go from being a Bachelor of Science biochem major, like studying a lot, studying really hard, like it was something I was good at, you know, crunch time, always got to figure it out, find a way to make it happen. Um, I've always been good at that. So I haven't really doubted myself in that respect. But in a lot of ways, uh, I've just been getting pulled so many different directions. It's not always easy to set side, set aside time to study because I'm just used to if I have to study, I'm just studying. If I have to work, I'm just working where now I may be doing all kinds of things from editing videos to taking photos to shooting videos to planning marketing and social media strategies for myself, for other people. Um, making graphics, you know, looking at investments, finding ways to move my money around. Like these are all things that may come across my brain on a regular basis, like literally, whether it's even doing things like trying to bring more awareness for this podcast and trying to get it set up for the new Apple podcast service to try and get even more exposure. These are all things that I did last week while trying to study for my last exam. 
I was, you know, again, still kind of diving into crypto and like learning more about that because that's something that I've been taking more of an interest in as well. And it's just like one thing that I hate right now more than anything. And I was talking to someone about this. I forget who it was. It might have been Ray, actually. And I was talking to him about how like it's a blessing to have this much free time. But in a lot of ways, it's a curse because I just don't know where to start with my days and I don't know where they're going to end. And I know there's so much free time to pull me all over the place. And so if I'm not super focused on a task, my brain is literally all over the place. And so it's just it can be really difficult sometimes to maintain my focus because like like I said, if I want to do stuff for this podcast to make it better, if I want to try and get more exposure for it. That involves me putting like a few hours into that, you know, whether it's the graphics or tweaking things for the page or whatever it is. And like, there's a lot of different things I can do for this to try and help it grow, try and do more for it to make it better. But it's just like small little things like that. And I think that happened on Wednesday. I noticed I messed up some things and didn't submit some forms and all this. And all of a sudden I was like two hours, three hours into it, tweaking graphics and doing a whole bunch of stuff. And I was like, why am I doing this? I should be studying. And it's because I would, I would rather be doing that. That's what it came down to It's it's, I would rather be doing that than studying for this test because it just felt like it was so long and it, and it was, I was kind of like anxious and nervous about it to where it was, I needed that distraction. And whether it was J Cole's album that came out Friday night and my test was Friday morning. So I told myself, I'm like, I'm not going to listen to it till after the test. I'm just going to wait. And I think I made it to like 1.20 a.m. And I heard some people talking about it. Saw people tweeting out about it. I was like, shit, am I really not going to listen to it? Am I really going to spend the next seven hours awake studying? Probably not. Like I probably won't. And so it's one of those things that if I fail... It's like, well, maybe you should have been more focused. Maybe you shouldn't have worked on your podcast. Maybe you shouldn't have edited edit videos. Maybe you shouldn't have listened to J. Cole's album. But I did. And so all those things that I did to kind of like take away the stress, the anxiety, it ended up being for the better because it worked out. But if it didn't work out, there's the equal bad side, right? Is like my lack of focus is what caused this outcome. And I've been on that side where, you know, I failed by two percent like literally two percent I was just that was probably the most crushing thing I've ever had was just because that was the second time I wrote the test and I failed by two percent and I was like really I'm gonna have to do this again because I'd already done it the first time and I got like a 68 then I got a 73 I need 75 to pass and I was just it was probably the worst feeling I've ever had because I just felt like such a failure it was really really strange it was something I haven't felt in a long time you know I haven't failed the test since and well I got a 76 on one of them. I passed, so like, whatever. And then after that, it's been straight 90s ever since. But it's it's just crazy how fortune, luck, and all these things, like, it's truly, in a lot of ways, calculated, in my opinion. You know, like, I've always viewed myself as lucky, like, extremely lucky. Um, not just from where I come from, my upbringing, and everything around me. Uh, just like me in general, the decisions I make, aren't always the best, aren't always the most well thought out. But for whatever reason, things just kind of always work out. And not not that I try to exploit that, but, you know, sometimes things just work out and I can't really explain it. And there's a lot of people who don't feel that way. They feel in a lot of ways the exact opposite. I've heard lots of people, they just feel like no matter what they do, they can't get a win. They can't figure anything out. They They just keep falling on their face or taking a step back or not seeing progress and 
in a lot of ways, I'm like that too. Um, but I just believe in focusing on the positive, focusing on what you can control. If you can't control it, maybe you can find a way to better control it or at least prepare your mind for an inevitable downfall or uh, just like some bit of negativity coming your way. It's not always going to be easy to channel your brain in such a manner, but in a lot of ways, like you make your own luck. And I've, I think I've made a lot of luck for myself. I've also made a lot of bad things happen. You know, you, like I said, you can't always win. Um, but I definitely consider myself someone who is extremely lucky, like extremely lucky. And it's not always going to be easy. Like I said, the ups and downs, even for me this week, um, were crazy. At the end of the day, you know, you want to do what's best for you, you know, make your own luck and just strive to be better every day. Like I talk about that on this podcast more than anything. And I think that for me, it all starts with believing in yourself, you know, and that's just kind of where I've been at for the last, you know, I guess like a year, year and a half, ever since I quit my job, um, you know, I got offered to come back and I just said, no, I was like, no, I like doing what I'm doing, doing my freelance work, um, working with people, building businesses, brand building, all that stuff. It's fun. You know, working for you guys was fine. Um, but there wasn't any growth. I wasn't learning. And that to me was the worst part of all is I just wasn't learning. I wasn't improving mentally. I was like, just accepting that I was fine, but it was never any better than that. And so for me, it was just like I had to make that change and had to bet on myself. But yeah, it's just crazy how that kind of works out. There's even that line in 95 South on the new J. Cole album where he says, if I'm betting on myself, then I'm completely doubling down. And I couldn't agree anymore. Like I tweeted out that line today and I just couldn't agree anymore. If you're going to bet on yourself, like double down, like really bet on yourself. And if you can't do that, then you don't really believe in what you can do. You don't believe in your abilities to achieve whatever it is you're trying to achieve. Like if you just can't wrap your head around the fact that you're going to be the person who believes in you first and you need to be the person who believes in yourself last, like double down on yourself entirely. And that's the only way you're ever going to get to where you want to be in the end is like you have to be your first supporter always though there will be people there along the way that that group may get bigger may get smaller it depends on what happens but you always got to be your number one supporter you always got to be your number one fan you always got to do what's going to make you happy because that's that to me is like the biggest thing is whether you're going to succeed or fail you want that to be on you as much as possible you know as things get bigger as stuff expands you have to be willing to bring in people you trust and that may work out sometimes it may not work out sometimes but there's a lot of acceptance involved in just putting it on your shoulders and saying this is this is on me whether we rise or we fall it's got to be on me from because this is why I'm here this is why I set out to do this this is why I'm trying to do this that's why I started this podcast because I want it to be on me I want it to be on me to make a difference for people uh, to be open and honest to help them see another perspective, hear another perspective, one they may just not hear from their circle, one that th- that their people just may not express. They may not be as open, as willing to share as I will. Um, it's just, like I said, it's just the person I am. I'm, whether people ask me questions about things or not is up to them. But if you do, most of the time I'm going to give you a straight answer. Uh, I'm not going to really dodge questions that much. I'm not really going to lie about what it is I'm doing. I may sometimes not choose to fully talk about my situation, my circumstance, whatever. Um, But a lot of cases, 
I'm just someone who you give me a question, I'll just answer it. Like, I don't really care about what you think of my answer most of the time, unless you, I don't know what the question could be, but uh, maybe in some cases I want to kind of keep a few things to myself and like everybody that's going to be the case. But in a lot of ways, I'm just like an open book, man. I'm just doing what I think is right. And that's, that's how this all came about is I'm just doing what I think is right, trying to be better, trying to help people stay encouraged, doubling down on myself. Um, because if, if no, if I don't believe in me, man, there's no one out there who's going to believe in me. And I got to believe in myself first to, to do amazing things. And I know that that horizon's coming. Um, I had a feeling this week that it was going to be a good week and it has been. It's just one of those weird things. Like you don't, it sounds crazy when you talk about it, but sometimes I just wake up and I'm just like, man, something good is coming. Like I, I've, I can feel it. Like legitimately, I feel that energy that something good is on its way. And, and I still feel that. I still, I don't feel like that, that test result was that wave, whatever it is, but there's, I just feel like there's something coming. I think it's in real estate. Um, I think I had a really good conversation today with uh, my future boss, Malesh, and uh, we were talking about that a little bit and kind of where he sees me fitting into the company and how I'm going to get involved. And we were talking about when, because I still have a few more things to do until I'm fully licensed. But um, now that a lot of that stuff is out of the way, it's just it's just go time. And I'm ready to kind of share that with you guys, because I think that will be another whole challenge for me, like a whole learning curve and you know, just learning the theory is, it's whatever, it's passing a couple tests. But when you actually get in there, have conversations, meet with people, it's a completely different ball game. And while I've dealt with people before, and I feel like I deal with them really well, I'm super calm, not really worried about a whole lot. But initially, I'm going to be, there's going to be questions I'm not going to have answers to. I'm going to have to slowly learn how to answer questions and how to reassure clients in certain ways and, and all those types of things. Because that's just the business. And once I get that down and I feel confident in what I say and how I deliver things, it's, that's it. It's over. Because after that, it's just about pricing, figuring out what numbers you're going in at, where you're selling things at, negotiating. All that stuff isn't that difficult. It's For me, it's saying things confidently enough to all my clients. Um, I'm honest and I'm candid, but that can be a detriment because it doesn't always exude confidence when you're too honest and you tell people maybe what you shouldn't always tell them and you phrase it in a way you maybe shouldn't. But again, that's a learning process for me and just becoming better. And people have always appreciated my honesty, so I'm not really that worried about it. Uh, but definitely there will be a way to deliver this information because it's sensitive. It's all, you know, big money. It's people's hard earned savings in a lot of cases, right? Like it's in a lot, in a lot of ways, it's what they've worked their entire life for. Whether you're taking the money out, buying a smaller place or you're upgrading, that's where, you know, like 80, 90% of your money, it feels like goes and where you see the most gains in your equity is, is in your real estate. So, uh, yeah, man, I just I just wanted to kind of hop back on and talk to you guys about that because this week's been a bit of a whirlwind. Uh, but I'm hoping to get more consistent now because I'm not going to be as bogged down with real estate stuff and hopefully not going to be doing as much as far as the video side because it's just the past couple of weeks have been a lot with the NFL draft and stuff. So hopefully that just comes a bit more scheduled, a little more regimented, and I can handle that workload and still fit in these podcasts because I do enjoy it. I enjoy it a lot. And I, and I hope that if you're listening, you guys enjoy it too. And, and you appreciate me sharing these small little stories and different things going on because it's just, it's just good. You know, it's here. It's good to hear different perspectives. And for me, I've always enjoyed it. I've always enjoyed hearing people's perspectives. Um, but as I've mentioned on this podcast is that a lot of times they are kind of glorified. They are kind of 
the good side, you know, after these things have happened. You're not talking about the struggles, um, the issues, the things that go on in your head in the moment. You, you, you may touch on it. You may kind of gloss over a little bit. You may mention it, um, but it's not as the same as the real raw emotions that you're going through at that present time in the way that I'm talking about, you know, what I'm doing right now and kind of what I'm going through mentally. So with that being said, I appreciate you guys listening so much. This is the Real Life Podcast, and I am Jordan Richards. I'll see you guys next week.